Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi everyone, welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, we're going to be exploring two different stories from the book 101 Zen Stories by Nyogen Zenzaki that explore two different sides of Zen and why they're both important. The first story is called Accurate Proportion and here's how it goes. Sen no Riku, a tea master, wished to hang a flower basket on a column. He asked a carpenter to help him, directing the man to place it a little higher or lower, to the right or left, until he had found exactly the right spot. That's the place, he said, finally. The carpenter, to test the master, marked the spot and then pretended he had forgotten. Was this the place? Was this the place, perhaps? The carpenter kept asking, pointing to various places on the column. But so accurate was the tea master's sense of proportion that it was not until the carpenter reached the identical spot again that its location was approved. This story is great in the sense that in a simple analogy of trying to put a flower pot on a column, which I think all of us have done in rearranging our own homes, we see that even in our spiritual practice, even in our life, there are certain solutions that are more effective than others. And until we hit that exact right spot, in our practice until we implement the right practice that means and makes sense to us and that yields the right result and puts us in the right place. We have to keep searching and we have to be aware of when things feel wrong. I liken trying to be spiritual and building a spirituality as not so different as trying to exercise or be fit. Not every exercise is right for everyone. Some people, based on their preferences, based on their hobbies, based on just the kind of movement that they like, will gravitate towards different exercises and others will not. And being aware of how your body and your mind reacts to each exercise whether it be in the gym or whether it be spiritually, it's really important in understanding and deciding what is the right spot for you. And of course, when you do hit that spot and in searching and wondering, you will feel a sense of calm. You will feel a sense of satisfaction and you will feel a sense of knowing that you are going in the right direction. But sometimes it takes time. 
in order to look, to search, to try. Just like in placing that flower pot, we have to try many different things before we find the right practice or the right order or the right timing that really hits the spot in the same way that this flower pot was being hung on the column and being diligent and patient with ourselves as we do the searching, as we keep trying to evolve, is a very important part of the process. The second story is called The Sit News to Buddha. And here's how this one goes. A nun who was searching for enlightenment made a statue of the Buddha and covered it with gold leaf. Wherever she went, she carried this golden Buddha with her. Years passed, and still, carrying her Buddha statue, the nun came to live in a small temple in a country where there were many Buddhas, each one with its own particular shrine. The nun wished to burn incense before her golden Buddha, not liking the idea of the perfume straying to others, she devised the tunnel through which the smoke would ascend only to her statue. This blackened the nose of the golden Buddha, making it especially ugly. I think this story is wonderful because it's just very funny. I think it, it explores how ridiculous and silly people can be especially when they're very narrow-minded about how their spiritual practice should go. Because this nun was so adamant that her incense could not go to any other but the statue, she created a funnel, which is a strange and interesting solution, but as a result of this need to control the situation so much, her beloved Buddha statue, which she created herself, became stained with soot on the nose. And the funniness of it, the hilarity of it, I think is the other side of the practice of Zen Buddhism, which is so important as well. We have to learn to laugh at ourselves, to look at the situations we're in, and sometimes even the people we're dealing with, the ones, especially those, who get under our skin and who frustrate us and laugh at the situation. Being able to laugh allows us to actually get some joy from sometimes terrible situations and also just enjoy ourselves. Let go of all of that burden of the pain and the sadness and the hatred that may have accumulated in us even just for a moment. Being able to laugh at yourself and even laugh at little stories like this one about the nun who took this incense way too seriously is such an important part of being Zen and being in your spiritual element. If you can't laugh at the times where you've made mistakes, where you were trying to meditate so hard that your foot goes numb and then you can barely stand up, or the times where you thought this spiritual trick or hack would work and it ended up being disastrous but turned into a funny story for your friends and family, well, then you're missing out on a huge chunk of what makes Zen Buddhism so great 
and the Buddhist philosophy so great. One of my favorite monks that I quote so often, Ajahn Brahm, also loves to laugh at himself as well as others in, of course, a really healthy and productive way. But being able to laugh, I would say, is also just as important as focus and accuracy and self-awareness. In laughter, we heal all of those wounds that we feel on an everyday basis. And while it's not a permanent solution, we're able to quickly pivot our thinking in a positive direction. We realize that even when things are so dark and so difficult and so challenging, that with a little bit of laughter, we can turn our minds and our hearts around and challenge ourselves to see things in a new, fresh light. Recently, a few things had happened in my life that created a lot of dark thoughts and dark emotions. And in order to feel better, I turned towards kind of sources and things that I knew would make me smile and make me laugh. And it worked just by being able to take my mind off of the thing that was bothering me so much, I was able to process my emotion and as a result feel a lot better. And therefore, in kind of hearing these stories and listening to them, I hope you as well are able to look and explore the two very different sides of Zen Buddhism and Zen practice. First, in being accurate and self-aware and precise in your practice and understanding what really works for you. And then second, remembering that it's absolutely okay to laugh at yourself, make mistakes, think about how ridiculous the situation is, and then try to use that energy and momentum to steer yourself in a better, more peaceful and happy, joyous direction. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I absolutely apologize that the episode is slightly later than usual. And I thank you so much for coming to spend this time with me. And I hope you enjoyed these stories much as much as I have. Have a beautiful, safe, and loving week ahead of you. Until next week.